0: Hey everyone, and thank you for tuning in to LearnCast. My name is Sarah, and today we will be discussing isotopes. So to start off, we'll be talking about what an isotope is. Basically, atoms of the same element can have different numbers of neutrons so when they have the same proton number but a different neutron number that is when you get isotopes within atoms some isotopes can be more common than others for example we have hydrogen's most common isotopes which have zero one or two neutrons these isotopes can also have different names for example hydrogen with two neutrons is called tritium and after that we have light elements These have a relatively even number of protons and neutrons, making them fairly stable. An example of a light element would be lithium. There is also hydrogen and helium. Then there are also heavy elements. These elements have more neutrons than protons this allows them to sort of stick together and some examples of this would be gallium and thallium finally we have the unstable elements these elements either have not enough neutrons or they have too many neutrons making them radioactive and they can't stay together and these are going to be those elements that are always looking to bond with other elements so that they can stick together and have enough neutrons to be stable. And examples of these elements would be radon, francium, and polonium. And now let's focus on how isotopes are written. Basically there are two different ways to write isotopes. The first way you have the element sign in the middle, There is a left superscript, so the above number, that is smaller than the letter in the middle, right? And that is going to be the atomic mass. And then we're gonna have a left subscript, so the one that is on the bottom, and that is gonna be your atomic number. So the second way that you can write them is you just write the element name, and then you have a dash, and then you're gonna write the atomic mass. Okay, right now we are going to use the example of a carbon that has an atomic mass of 13. So to write this, you could write the word carbon and dash 13, or you could write the C of carbon, so the element symbol, with a superscript of 13. So the above number being 13, because that is going to be the mass and the subscript to the bottom number is going to be six because that is the atomic number of carbon. Another example we're gonna look at is a nitrogen atom that has an atomic mass of 15. For this, you would write nitrogen, the element name, dash 15 as that is going to be the atomic mass for this one and then to write it the other way, you would write n, the element symbol for nitrogen, with a superscript of 15 and a subscript of 7 as 7 is going to be nitrogen's atomic number. With the information given by these two ways to write isotopes, you can figure out the number of electrons and the number of neutrons very easily. The number of electrons is going to be equal to the atomic number so if you're writing the first way to write it with the superscript and subscript you can just use the subscript as your electron number and then to find the neutrons what you're going to want to do is subtract your atomic number so your number of protons from your atomic mass and that will give you the number of neutrons Okay guys, so in summary, atoms with a different number of neutrons are considered isotopes and can be notated in a couple of different ways. Also, each atom will have a preferred number of neutrons, whether it be less than, equal to, or more than the number of protons in said atom. You can also use the notations for isotopes to learn about the other parts of the atom, such as the number of electrons and the number of neutrons in that atom. Thank you for joining me for our review of isotopes. Be sure to follow us on Spotify, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and check our website to stay up to date with the latest releases. Until next time, listen, learn, repeat.